Welcome everyone to the Ubuntu Nutrition Podcast, part two of the 20 strategies to navigate the food environment during lockdown. If you haven't listened to the first installment, make sure you go back because you won't know what the fuck's going on. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into it. What is going on? This is part two of the 20 quick hitter strategies for navigating the COVID lockdown. Or if you're not in Ireland and experiencing the lockdown, this can be helpful for remote working or just in general. I think most of these are applicable to just general life. So yeah, it is now, yeah, it's just past 3.30 in the morning. And I'm just after a pot of coffee or a cup of coffee. So I'm feeling good feeling good and those first 10 kind of got me in a in a great mood hopefully i articulated them as well as i think i did yeah i'm not going to edit those episodes so hopefully i was trying to i listened back to myself um, and to try and work and phase out things that i do that might be annoying because you guys listen to my voice for 30 minutes so if i'm doing something that's annoying i'm gonna have to phase it out one of them is i always say all right after I make a point. So I hope to fuck that I haven't been doing that in that first episode. If I have, I'm truly sorry. I'm not going through this episode and editing it. I rarely do that, but in the future, I promise I won't be doing it as much. I'm just too tired to even be able to pay attention to that. (laughs) Anyway, I'm gonna run down through the first 10, uh, just quickly list them out, and I'll get into number 11 and This will be a lot quicker, I promise. So number one is relax and put it into perspective. So yeah, just zooming out, uh, realizing that a few pounds or, you know, a poor diet isn't the worst thing in the world for the next few weeks. Number two is make a goal. Not an overly restrictive one, but a goal. Write it down. Number three is focus on NEAT, and that's non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is all the activity outside of playing sports, and purposeful exercise and just your basal energy number four is avoid very low calorie diets uh, support your immune system the best way by providing with enough energy number five is implement some strategies that are easy to complete uh, and this is the rationale behind this is building momentum so that it can push you into achieving the goals you are really trying to achieve number six is get sleep says pa at half three in the morning Number seven is stocking up. If you are, sorry, I named that wrong, but if you are overbuying things and you're like uh, stocking up when you go to the supermarket, avoid sugar foods. Because if you're like me, you're not gonna be able to stay away from them or eat them in moderation, all right? Um, Actually, Brian O'Hengisa, he had a great example when he came on the podcast. That was an excellent one, by the way. He, he had a lot to share. So if you haven't listened to that, go back to it. But he said, I don't think it's ever happened where, I think he was talking about sourdough, this brand of sourdough bread, where he was like, I don't think it's ever happened that I bought a loaf of that and I had two slices and didn't go back for seconds and thirds. So I thought that was funny. And I can get down with that because sourdough bread is quality. Number eight is don't eat in front of media. Focus on your food. Don't distract yourself listen to a podcast, eat with family or friends, 
I don't know where maybe calling someone falls into that. Yeah, maybe call someone. Have a chat with them. Even though you might be distracted. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just try not to be distracted while you're eating. Number nine is structure. So make a regular structure so you're not tempted to continuously snack as much. And just don't trust yourself. Uh, make a, a structure. The, one I, the example I gave in the last podcast was three meals and two snacks. And if you just stick to that, you'll be fine. Obviously, it depends how much is in those meals and snacks based on your body type and your goals. But yeah. And then number 10 was drink plenty of water. It's important for nutrient delivery, fluid balance, obviously flushing out like unwanted toxins in the body, regulating our temperature. And without further ado, number 11 to 20. Number 11 is try and focus on having square meals. So this is not for everyone. And I would give others the opposite of this, people who might make their meals way too big. That's something that people struggle with where if they have square meals, they make them huge. Okay, so some people just actually take to like small little meals throughout the day. But I think for most, having a square meal, having like a structure of three square meals will be better because if you're just snacking constantly, getting up from the computer after a Zoom meeting, going in, have a nibble, a bite, a lick, a sip, they all add up. They all add up. So have three square meals. And if that means prepping it the night before, do that. If that means carving out an hour for lunch where you're going to actually prepare your meal, do that. But have three square meals at least and try and build them. And actually, that's my next tip about building your meals. So I won't put that in number 11. But yeah, square meals. Number 12 is build your meals starting with a palm of protein and a fist of vegetables obviously if i'm talking about breakfast here and you don't want to have an avocado or some spinach with your toast you can sub in fruit here right but yeah start your meals with a source of protein and veg and then they're the essentials and then you can add you know whole grain carbohydrates or whatever carbohydrates you like but Try and get protein and veg in every meal. Okay, so these are quick hitters now. That's number 12. Obviously, if you're a larger person or more active, then you might need two palms of protein and two fists of veg. And actually, if you're wondering, so the hand portion sizes, this is a th- an idea pioneered by Precision Nutrition where instead of weighing your foods and always trying to hit grams, just try and get hand portions. So the hand portions are as follows by precision nutrition a palm of lean protein a fist of vegetables a thumb of unsaturated fats so you're or not, it doesn't have to be unsaturated sorry that was a misstep but fats from healthy sources we'll say so that's a thumb right so we're looking at nuts here maybe half an avocado some oil uh, and then a small cupped handful of whole grain carbohydrates and all those should be measured raw so that's a question that people have commonly they should be measured raw okay some things can change size when they're cooked okay number 13 is increase your fiber intake to increase fullness 
but not only that, uh, for digestive health, for regular bowel movements, uh, for supporting the microflora in your digestive tract, and maybe for the maintenance of healthy cholesterol levels. So, but if we're talking with specific respect to not increasing your weight, uh, fiber is very satiating. It takes longer to break down. We actually cannot break it down, sorry. We cannot digest it. So it it stays in the digestive system and it, it actually increases fullness. And it does that through a variety of ways. Uh, the main one is that just through sheer size alone, uh, it pushes on the, the walls of the intestines and that leads to hormones being released by the, the cells in the inner linings and they relay these hormones up to the hypothalamus in the brain telling them whoa there we're good we're good you can you can chill a while we're stuffed we're still working on this fucking uh, indigestible indigestible fiber down here so chill so that's basically it uh yeah so basically you're trying to get between 25 and 38 grams of fiber a day but if you're trying to just get that without having to track and things like that just make sure you're getting like five to seven uh, grams of fiber in each meal at least or you know a cupped handful of whole grain uh, food whole grain is as it as it sounds whole grain the grain is whole it's not refined the grain isn't simplified broken down and it's usually higher in fiber number 14 is a controversial yeah, number 14 is a controversial one. Okay. I wrote here, maybe try out fasting. Intermittent fasting, I mean time-restricted feeding. Okay, not fasting. For some people, fasting, intermittent fasting or time-restricted feeding can be a, a very, very enjoyable um, practice in a situation where they're at home all day and in close proximity to food. And this is for namely people who they thrive off momentum. And so like I am that person, so I know exactly what it feels like. And But you have to be careful, right? Um, you know, when I intermittent fast or time restrict feed, I take it out of, out of control where you know, for the first week, I'll, I'll eat at 12. And then I start pushing it. And by the end of it, like, and when I have to stop, I'm eating at four. I'm fasting till four. And I'm like, and then I just eat way too much. And I don't feel great. And it's like, that's not what it's supposed to be. So this is just an idea for some people that, yes, for those of you who are, they ha you have trouble, st like, stopping uh, yourself from passively snacking, having a rule that, I'm not going to eat until lunch can be very effective. If you are someone that's obsessive or you thrive a bit too much off momentum, we'll put it that way, this isn't a good option. Don't do it. Well, no, don't not do it. But you know what I'm saying? Like, don't take it out of proportion. Make a rule. I'm going to eat between 12 and 8 and I'm not going to shorten that window. Because I'm telling you, if you make that window too narrow, you're actually just going to you're going to 
regress because you're going to eat way too much because you're too hungry and you're going to think about food way more. Okay, so when I say try time-restricted feeding, I don't mean you should time-restrict feed. Like, there's been no studies to show that it has any major benefit outside of just helping people achieve a caloric deficit. Okay, so let me reiterate that. I'm not saying this because it's like this gold standard way of dieting. I'm just saying for those that have trouble passively snacking, this can be this can be effective. Okay, and if you want any information about how to approach that, uh, how to structure your meals, get on to me and I'll help you with that. Okay, I'm not saying that for coach. I'm literally just asking questions and I'll help you. Uh, learn to cook number fifteen. It's a good one. So there was obviously that huge movement of learning to bake during the last lockdown. I'm not saying that. Fuck baking. Learn how to cook a nutrition or a nutritious, balanced meal. Mix some spices. Make some combinations that you like. Uh, you know, like different veg um, with different spices, with different meat. Make a combination that you like. So for me, I used to just whatever spices was in there that sound kind of funky, I would just dump it in and just, you're just ending up with this fucking heap of spiced meat. It was always nice. I was wilted down, but now I'm actually like coordinating the spices that I'm using with obviously the kind of like main flavor of the food. And that just takes like doing a bit of research. Uh, I will have my recipe pack soon, hopefully in the next few weeks which is going to be like an evidence-based recipe pack. Very cheap, very cheap. It's just, uh, it might be useful, but plug over. Number six, oh, sorry, I'll review the last five. So number 11 is try and focus on square meals. If you're someone that snacks a lot, if you don't get your square meal, uh, build your meals starting with protein and veg. Increase your fiber intake to increase fullness. Maybe have a go at fasting try it or time restricted feeding i gotta stop messing that up and then learn to cook okay number 16 is try something cool and this is kind of building on the back of intermittent fasting but i need to put this disclaimer again when i say try something cool i don't mean try something ridiculously restrictive i mean maybe try and implement a plant-based day maybe cut down on your caffeine intake um, if you're someone that drinks caffeine a lot, don't go cold turkey because you can get caffeine withdrawal because it is a drug. It's an addictive substance. And just don't do that. Uh, I actually did that before and I had actually, I got the classical symptoms of like the heartbeat where it's like skipping a beat. And that's what they told me. They told me you gave up caffeine cold turkey after drinking it habitually. So don't do that. Um, just don't do anything excessively but try something cool so there's this idea in the scientific community where it's n equals one experiments and n is just your sample size and so n equals one is like one person experiments and i'm applying that concept here is try it out on yourself see how you feel try a, a plant-based day you know it mightn't have worked for for karen your friend she might have hated it. She might have felt very tired on the day she didn't need any meat. Or, But you try it out. You know, see how you feel. So that's number 16. Try something cool. If you have a bit of time in your hands, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
Okay, um, number seven. Oh, sorry. So the the next three are all related to mindfulness. Okay, so sorry, mindful eating and improving your relationship with food. Not that I'm an expert in this area. These are three that I applied in the challenge and they went off like a house on fire. People love them. People love them. So hopefully they'll help you guys. And they've helped me in the past. So first one is ask yourself check-in questions before and after each meal or snack. Two questions. Number one, am I hungry for this? And then after the meal, was I hungry for that? And the second question is, will I truly enjoy this for the taste? Will I feel satisfied after it? And then do I feel satisfied now? Did I enjoy it? Um, so that second one's a bit of a two-parter, but ask yourself that before and after each meal. And I'm telling you, sometimes you'll find that some of your meals you're eating because of either habit or you're eating them because you were stressed and something set you off. And if the latter is the case, try and dive a bit deeper and see what the trigger was. So I'll give you an example, and I'm not going to lie here, I'll be straight up with you. Whenever I watched Netflix and it was like an intense or stressful show, I would literally eat way faster and way more. I would just find myself eating more like tense or something. I was fucking nervous. I didn't know what was going on, but I identified it. And so I do, I try not to watch Netflix now. Or if I am watching it, I won't watch, you know, something stressful like the news or some kind of like criminal thriller or something like that. I'll just watch something funny. Um, but yeah. And then I obviously have like the cliche, you know, get off a stressful call and I feel anxious. And the first thing I want to do is turn to food like everyone experiences that so if if you do try and be mindful and say jeez am i actually eating because i'm hungry or am i eating because i'm stressed so that's number 17 checking questions number 18 sorry les i'm very very just casual here now today like i'm just rolling back and forth in my chair <laughs> so apologies but uh, hopefully these are hitting home and they're there's something that you might try 18 is Oh yeah, I love this one. Okay, I call it the tasting and sensing technique, which is just ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense, but oh, I don't even know how to approach this, but this has been so effective for me. Look at your food as an experience. So when you sit down and put the plate on the table, don't look at your food as, oh, I can't wait to eat this. I'm starving. Look at it as, I can't wait to taste all the combinations of flavors. I can't wait to feel the texture of the food. And then with each bite, remember that. And then treat each bite like a different experience. So all I'm trying to do here is trying to slow you down, right? Uh, it's like a roundabout way of slowing you down and allowing that hunger to be quenched and the fullness response to come in. And so there's this idea called the raisin technique. I didn't make it up, someone did, it's very good. I don't know who made it up, where I've never done it. I'm not gonna pretend I have, but I got the gist from reading it. You put a raisin on the table, you look at the raisin, you imagine how it's gonna feel on your finger, you imagine how it's gonna feel in your mouth, 
the different textures you imagine where it was picked from you imagine what the environment looked like around it you imagine how long it was there you taste it the different flavors the sugar imagine how that kind of formed how it's like going into your your bloodstream how it's being absorbed and you chew it and like all the while you're like asking yourself questions and you're trying to get like more involved in the experience and it's just basically trying to slow you down really but it's not just that it's trying to also just increase your mindfulness of the eating experience and then so what they say is you should try that and then or just read it like you don't have to actually do that i didn't but i did bring what i read like what i saw would happen into my meals and my meals i just i slow the fuck down and if you're someone that eats really fast this can be helpful and just taste the food enjoy it make it last like chew each bite as long as you can before it's just dissolves because it's tasty unless you're shit at cooking uh and then number 19 is don't get bored okay so it's obviously a lot tougher than it sounds but don't sit on the computer for hours and hours and end doing nothing driving yourself into a bored state where then you're pushed to go get snacks okay or snack or eat uh take breaks so this is a trigger or not a tri- yeah this is a trigger that i'm starting to identify myself i'm trying to give you personal examples so i'm not just preaching to you right um i work a lot on the computer and i do get bored i get like feeling a monotony and i get a little urge to like go snack but it's not because i'm hungry or i need the snack it's because i want to break the boredom right so if you can if you can find a substitute i have my barbell outside now i just brought it up from nantucket i have a barbell and two 10 kg plates right outside my door now so literally that's going to be my replacement every time i feel bored i'm going to go out there and do a few whatever doesn't matter but i'm breaking the boredom and i'm moving that's your neat so that's that's your little tip there so that's 19 and number 20 i'm sorry i'm gonna have to just go with i have loads more but this has to be included is stay clean or stay clean i was gonna say stay cleanly but stay clean wash your hands wash them properly wash the backs of them cough into your elbow wear a mask when you're out in public just stay safe okay stay safe and with that i'll I'll go over those last uh those last five so number 15 was learn to cook 16 was try something cool within reason within reason number 17 is uh ask yourself checking questions before and after each meal and snack number 18 is try the tasting and sensing challenge slow down eating basically number 19 is don't get bored and if you do make sure you're not on your way to the fridge number 20 is wash your hands be safe be cleanly why did i say that again (laughs) anyway i hope that helped everyone and i hope that provided some value i think i did another 30 minutes today um yeah it's coming up to four o'clock so i must have but i do want to give a quick little plug so if you're still listening and you're interested in a very very valuable service that we're launching evan and i evan is a sports nutritionist highly accomplished uh, great guy very 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 knowledgeable and myself i'm just pa 
no, I've, I have a few years experience working with athletes and in the area of academia. So what we've done is we've launched a research portal, sorry, a research bytes portal where we break down seemingly complicated research studies uh, to two and three page PDF summaries. And, you know, they're really, they're graphically pleasing or visually pleasing, easy to understand. Uh, Evan writes like kind of me where it's like sarcastic and uh, funny. And he's actually an excellent writer. And, you know, I work on my ability to write as well. I write for a living, basically. So hopefully they're very understandable and they're captivating. And yeah, so it's a monthly, it's a monthly fee of, I can't remember the exact price, but it's, it's, it's very cheap. It's like between 10 and 11 euros a month. And you get two articles a week. And there's already a backlog of like 10 to 15 articles in there when you sign up and you get um, two articles a week. So that's eight articles a month. And it's basically the price of a coffee a week. And you, and so it's directed towards, you know, performance nutrition, but it's not towards like elite athletes. It's going to be helpful for you if you are a athlete at any level, if you are someone that goes to the gym regularly and you want to increase lean mass and you want to learn how to do that in an evidence-based way, nutritionally, obviously, the nutrition side of it. Uh, if you're studying in the fields of sports science, coaching, maybe physio, uh, PE, any of those, if you're a coach in general, if you're any kind of student, and there's student discounts available. But yeah, I, I, we honestly have put a lot of work into it. And if you're interested... Uh, we'll be launching it this week at the end of this week so stay tuned and if you want to ask any questions about it just uh, pop us a message myself or evan so i'm going to actually have him on in an episode this week so we're going to just talk about it and not just about the platform we're not just going to plug plug the platform we're actually just going to talk about research and the world of academia and the current like divide between the real world and how how important it is to communicate that and that's the vision we have with this so i actually started we started this like thing by me having evan on the podcast and then he mentioned that he was looking at doing this and i was like oh my god man that's fucking that sounds so cool he's like hey let's go we'll pair up so obviously very appreciative of that and their man's an operator so learning a lot from him but yeah he'll be on anyway i hope you enjoyed this and took something from it Hope I didn't keep my roommate up. Um, everyone stay safe and have a great week. Bye.